Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the Rook Report podcast in association with Sunderland Community Soup Kitchen. My name's Rich Spate and I'm joined to talk about Sunderland's 3-3 away draw at Wickham Wanderers um, on this Saturday afternoon by Paul Hunter. How are you this afternoon, Paul? Yeah, very good. Well, what a game. Uh, obviously, we'll get into it in a second, but yeah, real roller coaster of emotions right there in the last few minutes. But yeah, I'm good, Rich. Good to be here. Yeah, uh, well, it was, it, was, it was a really good game and mm-hmm. we're also joined to talk about it. By Paddy Hollis. How are you, Paddy? Afternoon, lads. Uh, yeah, not not too bad. Um, quite an entertaining match. And uh, yeah, just sort of uh, starting the year as you mean to go on, I suppose, by playing lots of entertaining football. <laughs> it was. It was really good. I thought we were I thought we were excellent. Um, obviously, it was a, a different looking Sunderland team. I think we were a little bit surprised at half past 11 when the team news came through. Uh, not to see Bailey Wright's. Uh, name on the team sheet. So Sunderland's lineup was um, Anthony Patterson in goal, Carl Winchester, um, Tom Flanagan, Callum Doyle, and Dennis Serkin in a back four. And then uh, two central midfielders, Evans and Neil, three behind Stewart, which were Gooch, Pritchard, and Embleton. So it was a it was a four two three one formation, and we looked dangerous right from the start. I guess Paul, it was a Great opening to the game. Three minutes in, um, lovely ball in the box from Dennis Serkin and a fantastic header from Ross Stewart. It was a, a great start, but it, I don't think it's going to go down as a Stewart goal, is it? I don't think it is. I, I think it should. Uh, and yes, it was a very, very well worked goal. Great ball in from Serkin from the left. I think before we sort of get into the game, we should say, you know, credit to the club. I think in the first place for deciding to play. Oh well, yeah. When. A lot of teams would have took the easy option and cancelled it. But back to it, as you said, great ball in from Serkin. Maybe a little shove from Stewart on their defender. Um, slight push, but you know we've had plenty of them go against us. Um, so who cares? But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great goal. Great way to start the game. Just a bit of a shame it didn't last long. Well, it didn't last long, did it? I mean, it was it was only uh, a few minutes later. It was what thirteen. Minutes, Paddy, that um, Mametti was a bit of a lucky deflection, wasn't it? They worked it well from the outside of the box, but then Mametti uh, has a shot. It looks like it's going one way and then wrong foots Patterson. There wasn't much wasn't much we can do about that in the end, was it? No, I mean, it's one of these where, you know, they've they've obviously, you know, they've had a bit of a slow start and in a way kind of like, you know, you say, you know, scoring early and get you going the front foot straight away. Um 
sometimes that's that's a good thing. But I think against teams like Wickham, I mean, you know, they they came to life, and I just felt like from from us scoring to them scoring, it, it felt like you know they didn't really create much, but they just had the ball so much, and we mm. just we couldn't. It seems like we just couldn't get our foot on the ball. Where in in games in the past when we scored early, we've kind of like we've kept that going and we've been able to kind of push on. You know, I mean, there's been games when we've gone in at half time, two, three nil up, and those are the games where we score early and we don't sit off. But I just felt like today, I don't know if it was just because we kind of knew what to expect from Wickham. Uh, we just kind of like let them come at us and against you know we we know that they you know they play. Some, some physical stuff but you know they've shown with that first goal that when they get the ball on the floor and you know you don't close them down they're going to cause problems and yeah it's one of these where if there's no deflection I think it's a relatively comfortable save for, for Patterson it just has enough on it it's just unlucky really it's just a bit of bad luck yeah definitely but 1-1 turned to 2-1 after 36 minutes and it was probably the most controversial moment in the first half We've had a little bit of a debate about it in, in WhatsApp groups and all that. I'm very much of the opinion that when the ball is, is headed up in the air by Ross Stewart, I think it was, for, from their set piece, that there was a, a clear foul on Anthony Patterson and the goal shouldn't have stood. But Sam Vokes comes in, heads it. Their player's not just holding Patterson, he's also standing in front of Patterson in an offside position and the goal stood. Do you think we were robbed there or was it just one of those? Because Don Goodman was pretty clear that, you know, the referee could never have made that decision. What's your view on it? Yeah, I have to agree with with with, with Don Goodman. I think it's a kind of situation where if you're giving that, then you probably have to give Stuart slight push, as I touched on earlier. For me, the, the two situations kind of cancelled each other out. There was a lot going on, pushing and pulling from both teams. It was a typical Wickham goal. You know, I think ultimately, uh, I think it was Doyle and, and Patterson. They have to be stronger in that kind of situation. You know, this is this is Wickham away. It, you know, you have to read the script beforehand and be ready for those kind of situations. So, no, for me, I think Vokes used his body well. I think that kind of goal highlighted our, our biggest weakness and, and we really lacked a... Maybe like a Bailey Wright type figure in those kind of situations, just to mm. use their experience, go and put your head on it, get rid of the situation with, and defend it ultimately. But um, no, I, I see both sides to it. But for me, no, I, I think we've got to be fair and say, no, nah, probably not a foul. I think, yeah. Paddy, robbed or fair enough? Where are you on that? I think it's one of these where, you know, Vokes is an experienced football league striker. He knows exactly what he's doing. And mm-hmm. I think it comes down to, you know, I think higher up, that's given us a foul. But I think it, at this level, I don't know, I just think it's it's one of these where, yeah, we've, we've got to be stronger. And I agree with Paul. I think we were missing that kind of the experience or the extra experience heading Bailey White. Um, you know, I just think when the ball's getting looped up like that, you need one of your defenders just to, you know, just to be strong and, and just get rid of it. Or, you know, Ideally, maybe your goalkeeper when, you know, when he's not like, you know, it's not like he's really getting blocked off. You know, we see that week in, week out, and he had his arm over him. Well, yeah, he, he was linked. He, he had. He was like, I mean, no, the listeners can't see this, but I've got my arm over <laughs> my shoulder, being pushed, pushed myself down. That's the position that their striker had Patson in. Now, how he's meant to jump or go anywhere other than be pushed into the back of his own net. 
when he's been dragged down by a striker. I don't, I don't know what's he what's he meant to do. It's it's another one of these though as well where yeah like you know it, it's not flagged up as a as a foul at this level but it's one of these where you know if it's in the prem and it goes to VAR yeah. it, it's getting overturned nine, nine times out of a hundred. I think we just have to be a bit more savvy. I think we've touched on this already about like how they play and you know we know they're a big physical team and mm-hmm. Sam Vokes is your typical big physical League One centre forward. I I don't like to say that one player would have made a huge difference but. I think Bailey Wright would have. I just, I just think if he'd been in the middle there, I just think things would have been different. But it's one of these where you know that might happen to us like, on Tuesday, and then you know it might get flagged up as a foul. There's not really any consistency with those kind of incidences in in the box, no. and it's just another frustrating thing about being in this level, really, and not having that like extra set of eyes on the refereeing decisions. Mm-hmm. Well, certainly, and I mean decisions do even themselves out as as. As you said, it was a uh, a little bit of a push uh, from Ross Stewart for the first one, and then there's an argument that Flanagan had uh, given away a penalty in the second half, and and certainly uh, Elliot Embleton got away with one as well. Yeah. Um, I think uh, in the second half as well, only picking up a yellow card for what was a pretty nasty uh, challenge where um, there were studs studs on a shin in a way that um, to be fr- to be frank, I I would expect. Uh, a red card for a challenge like that. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. But three minutes later, um, lovely bit of play. It was Embleton um, who put the ball on a plate for, for Ross Stewart, who steered the steered the ball home and, and got us an equaliser before half-time. A bit of quality, wasn't it, Paul? It was, it was you know, Sunderland yeah. showing that, you know, when we play football, we, we score goals or at least we create chances. Yeah, like the first one, it was a very good... Uh, moved down our left-hand side where we had most of our joy in the first half. Embleton bought himself uh, just a yard or two to be able to put the cross in with a bit of skill. And, wow, Stuart, he, he just made it look very, very easy. It, it's not easy to be able to do that, to open up your foot like that, create the angle, and then guide it into the corner. Um, yeah, wow, I mean, you, you just... You run out of good things to say about Stuart. It looks like he could definitely play at a higher level with his finishing and his movement, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, Lee Johnson was saying that in his post-match interview, touting him around a little bit there, I think. Um, obviously, we're going to make sure that we, if we do lose him, we lose him for a good amount of money. And uh, hopefully, it'll be uh, it'll be a case of him coming up through the leagues with us. But uh, half-time, 2-2. Second half, we were... Class, I thought. We created chance after chance after chance right from the beginning. Alex Pritchard just putting balls on a plate, first for for Embleton, then for for Gooch, both of whom miscontrolled. Um, there was uh, some good chances for um, Ross Stewart as well. Um, can't go into all of them on this uh, pod, but we were absolutely dominant, weren't we, Paddy? It was a really Great reaction, really. I guess to to the the first half where we were kind of you know second best. Um, it was impressive, wasn't it? The, just our creativity. It was. Um, you know, I th- I thought it was it was fantastic how we you know we came out and yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, whatever Lee Johnson's said in the at half time, you know, it's obviously worked. But to be honest, I don't think he would have really had too much to say. Just go out and basically just keep on doing what you're doing because. I think on another day, both of those ones where we go through uh, one-on-one, you know, they get buried. 
But mm. you know, you've got to give credit to to some of the, some of our deliveries in the box, like for the goals and for the chances. We just I haven't seen many games recently of Sunderland where our our balls at the box have just been like ninety percent, ninety five percent on the money. Like I just thought we just we created so many just very good chances, and you just got to say like with those sort of chances in the first fifteen minutes of the second half, at least one of those should be getting put away, and that's probably the only kind of frustrating thing if you look looking back in the context of the game when we've had that like period of domination for sort of the first 15 20 minutes is that we couldn't finish just at least one of those chances but um no I mean I thought we were great first first period of the second half especially we were just we got in in their face and I think most importantly we actually tried to play our kind of football I think a lot of teams who go to Wickham they sort of get get tricked into thinking oh well that you know they play this kind of like rougher you know like less glamorous style so like we should try and match them but we stuck to our guns you know we stuck to playing football which has got us a lot of results this season and yeah it was you know it was nice to see see that work because you know we've come away and yeah we haven't got the three points but we scored three goals at a place where they're not going to ship too many goals at home this season and I think that's that's probably testament to our attackers. Yeah I mean we created 21 20 or 21 shots on target uh, or shots on goal nine shots on target 56% 56% possession, you know, we had 10 corners, so they're three. You know, the stats say that we, we dominate. stats say we probably should have won the game, I guess. And, and after Corey Evans had, had been treated on the pitch from a collision with, with Patterson, thankfully, it, it turns out it's just a concussion. There's no kind of neck yeah. injury or serious kind of wounding to him. And Johnson said it'll just be kind of concussion protocol. And so hopefully, you know, he might miss a game, but hopefully it won't be a long-term thing for him. Jack Diamond came on, did really well. Um, again, we kept pressing, we looked sharp, went into that period of injury time. And Paul, it, it was a, a lovely breakaway for what we thought at the time was a winning goal. I was jumping around my front room, yeah, um, screaming, you know, Same. thinking we were going to be on 52 points and and really pushing on. Um but it was it was a lovely lovely move, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Stuart. The, the good thing about Stuart is he scores so many different types of goals, and he he had no right to to get to that ball. If I if I think back, I'm sure the defender I could be wrong, but had a good yard or two on him. Yeah. And because of the way he he runs, he's able to make up ground very very quickly. Was it Gucci who carried the ball and put the ball through? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Gucci had been a bit wasteful. He had in, in possession at times, but that he put he put right in the right place for um, Stewart to run onto. Yeah, and brilliant finish. And as soon as he hit it, you're thinking, "Oh God, please just go in." And yeah, yeah, as you said, when it sort of trickled over the line, you think that's it. But then, just a bit of a sucker punch at the end. It's a shame that we, I think we did try and keep hold of the ball down the mm. corner, and we just weren't able to do it. Next thing you know, they've got a corner, and Stockdale's coming up. Yeah, you just think, please, please just see this out. But unfortunately, we weren't able to do it. Real sucker punch. But yeah, it, it still feels like a positive point for me. But they were they were celebrating at the end, Paddy, like, and, and, and in the post-match interviews, like, like they'd won not just the game, but won the league. So, And I, th- I think we should take that as a positive. I think, you know, mm. they, they're meant to be promotion contenders with us. And, you know, they, they were cock-a-hoop at having... Got a, a draw at home after conceding three goals. I mean, all right, did pulled it back from the brink, but we shouldn't be too downhearted with that, should we, Paddy? No, I mean, for about half an hour after, you're thinking 
we're conceding in the 97th, 98th minute, we should be seeing games out. And it's that initial sort of frustration where it's just like, you know, Sunderland have done a Sunderland, you know, we've it looks like we've won it in the 92nd minute. And then, you know, you're thinking, you know, we've done the hard work, we've dragged ourselves in front, you know, when we've missed chances, mm. you know, you think, oh, well, you know, we've, we've had our chance now to like get that third goal. But um, no, I mean, I think, I, I thought before the game, a point down at Wickham is is very good. You know, they're, they're third for a reason. You know what I mean? They've carried on their, their style of football, which got them up to the championship. You know, it didn't keep them there, but they're doing it again and it's getting them results again. But uh, no, it's... Um, it was it was disappointing, but um, no, it's a good result to to take forward going into a decent run of games. I think. Yeah, I'm just thinking it's it's that good of a game when you don't even mention the uh, the outrageous defending from was it Jacobson for them yeah. to clear that <sighs> ball. Yeah, the look on uh, Stewart's face sort of said it all, didn't it? After I that, believe that. Yeah, but Stewart's so dangerous, and you know, and I think you know what one thing I'm taking away from this game is just like we've got goals in abundance, we're creating so much. Any team who comes up against us is going to be really worried. Yeah. So we've got a lot of positives to take out of this. Yeah. Uh, we've got ge- a lot of games coming up against you know teams that we should be should be beating, not not as 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 challenging maybe as as a Wickham away. So yeah, it's going to be positive. Well, I think we'll be back on Rope Report with a a longer analysis of this game and I look forward to the next uh, few fixtures over the next couple of days. Um, but I'll just say uh, thanks a lot for your time this afternoon, Paul. No, right, it's great to join you, Rich. Great to join you, Paddy. Yeah, yeah, it was nice to talk to you again. And it was lovely to see you again, Paddy. Yeah, take care, lads. Speak soon. All right, see you later. Tara. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.